You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily podcast on the Arizona Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. With the playoffs going on, the Cardinals obviously not a part of it. Um, there's there's a lot of decisions to be made. The offense was putrid this year. The Cardinals finished eight and eight, which was you know miraculous. Uh, unfortunately, that dropped their draft uh, order, so they're number fifteen now. Uh, and out in the valley, there have been murmurs that Pat Shermer is the leading candidate to be the new head coach for the Arizona Cardinals with. Bruce Arians retiring earlier uh, in the month, you know, towards the end of last year. So, Pat Shermer is the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, for those of you who don't know. Uh, I've got some issues with it, um, especially because, you know, the, the offense for Minnesota wasn't great this year. And they ranked number 11 in the NFL in total offense. They were 7th in rushing and 11th in passing. So with the offensive firepower that the Cardinals are lacking, especially in the wide receiver position, this is a questionable hire. I've, I've thought since Arians retired and even before that when we heard you know rumblings that he would retire, that they needed to go defensive coordinator as head coach. Why do you ask? The off- offense is at such a premium now with, with, uh, with how the game is swaying and, and, and all the rules – on protecting players and player safety. The issue I have is that many offensive coordinators that have turned head coaches are calling the plays. And calling the plays for a head coach is something that, unless you've been established and and, unless you have the same core of guys every year and you know your players and everything, it's something that head coaches shouldn't necessarily be doing. It shouldn't be something that... shouldn't be a responsibility that they should have so they can oversee the rest of what's going on. Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco, calling the plays. That's a new one. And with Jimmy G and everything, we can talk about that at a later date. So take it for what it is right now. Pat Shermer coming in would be a mistake, in my opinion. I think they should go and get Matt Patricia, going with my defensive coordinator scheme. Then you have J- you have Harold Goodwin as the offensive coordinator. If he doesn't work after a year, you can bring in the new f- hot mind that all the guy has to do is call plays and keep the defense guessing. Harold Goodwin got a bad rap last year. Well, most of his guys were hurt. Carson Palmer was out. David Johnson was out the whole year. So going into next year, if, say, Pat Shermer becomes the head coach, coming from an offense where it, it's predominantly run first and you have the best defense in the NFL, arguably, it's going to be a little different when you have a very good defense made up of guys that are way more opportunistic than the Minnesota Vikings where they just bum rush the passer and they have a great linebacking core. Not, not to say the Cardinals don't. And the secondary, the Cardinals have a good secondary, especially on one side of the field, and you have the great safeties with uh, Tyvon Branch and, and Buda Baker, even though he's young as a pro bowler for special teams this year. Patrick Peterson, a Trent Matthew, you really don't know what he's going to get every week. You don't know if he's going to be healthy. It could be an issue bringing in an offensive guy. So let's pivot. So say Pat Shermer comes in. The 
vanilla thought process is that he'll bring one of his quarterbacks from Minnesota with him because they know the scheme, they know everything like that. You bring Case Keenum, we don't know what's going to happen. They're playing Sunday at home against the Saints. If he lays an egg, Case Keenum is Case Keenum. Uh, I've liked this guy since he came out of Houston. He's still the record holder for for uh, career passing yards in college, which is a fun bar bet. Case Keenum. But if he lays an egg, you know, you got, you got to look forward with that and see, is this really a guy that I want to pay money to to lead an NFL franchise for a full season? Sam Bradford. I think he just got hurt again. I think he was making some eggs and, and he snapped his leg. I mean, that's what you know with Sam Bradford. He's going to give you three good weeks and then he's going to break your heart. It's pretty much what happens every single time he, you know, signs with a new team or gets a contract extension, gets traded, whatever. He's great for a couple weeks and then that's it. Because he was great to start the season this season. He was great when he got traded last year to start the season. Then he gets hurt and then he's out for the year and then you have to go elsewhere. Terry, Teddy Bridgewater. People love Teddy Bridgewater in Minnesota, and I understand he's a young man who has never done anything wrong. He showed some flashes when he was playing, and then people feel bad for him because he you know, ripped his knee apart in 65 different pieces. So people love him. I don't think that would be the correct decision. I don't think any of those three would be at the top tier of my list. I still think Kirk Cousins is the guy. Pay him max money. Figure it out. Make make your defensive guys that are making a lot of money, you know, make them restructure. That's what everybody does in the NFL. Look at what Jacksonville did with their defense. I've talked about this ad nauseum. If you can pay that many guys on the defensive side of the ball in Jacksonville, you can do it in Arizona with a quarterback. You can make it work. And the Cardinals have just refused to try to make it work because they think they have what they need to win a Super Bowl, which is not the case, and we saw that this year. They stood pat during the offseason last season. They stood pat. They're like, no, we're good. There were a couple veteran guys that that were released, and they're like, you know what? We're good with Jerron Brown, J.J. Nelson, and John Brown. We're good. You're not good. That's the problem. You're not good. So moving forward, and real quick, I'm going to talk about mybookie.ag in just a minute, but moving forward, say you bring an offensive guy in, the thought process of everybody, except for me, is that, you know, you you draft a young quarterback. Boom. You draft a young quarterback at 15. You trade up. You trade your first and third round pick to move up and trade Sam, uh, uh, draft Baker Mayfield or, or, you know, whatever. Josh Allen, whoever it may be that you can still get without mortgaging your total future for it. I think that's a mistake. With the offense as currently situated, You have David Johnson, you have Larry Fitzgerald, and that's it. So when it comes to a young quarterback, it seems like it's a setup for failure. So that's why I've been pining and pining. I don't understand. I don't get why a young quarterback is the answer right now. They're not ready to facilitate the situation a young running back a young quarterback needs and then well well what's what's the the crux of what a young quarterback needs let's talk about that what's the crux you know what i'm going to make you wait i get to talk about mybookie.ag it's the playoffs they're finally here and it's time for me to tell you about mybookie.ag it's a number 1 rated online sports book fantasy football season's over 
So the only way to use your sports knowledge to win cash is by betting at mybookie.ag, the sports book that makes it easy to deposit and even easier to cash out your winnings fast. Two days. Two days. No more waiting for a month to get your cash back. Two days. They have odds on everything, live betting, an all-new prop builder. You create your own bet slips and you bet how you want. You bet your friends. What? Say LeBron. Say LeBron scores 30 and has 10 assists. Okay, you bet it with your friends. Here, I'm going to buy you. I'll buy you a 12-pack, 20 bucks here and there. Why not bet it at mybookie.ag and put your money where your mouth is? You bet it from your desktop, tablet, the world-class mobile site that lets you bet anywhere, anytime. Join now. MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, get a deposit up to 50%. Visit MyBookie.ag and bet on the Internet's favorite sports book, where you play, you win, you get paid. The crux for a young quarterback, what they need to succeed, a good defense, and a good running game, and, you know, like the ancillary piece, which it looks like, but what is very, very important as well as a tight end. So Ricky Seals-Jones has, has has shown flashes. I mean, he was on the practice squad, came up, scored three touchdowns in two weeks. You're like, oh, who is this guy? Looks like a young Antonio Gates. Can run up the seam. He's blocking his suspect at this point, but he's young. So defense, check. I think defense check the last eight weeks of the season. They played like they did during the Cardinals NFC championship run. They played with power. They played with aggression. They turned the ball over. I mean, Chandler Jones is Chandler Jones pro bowler, all pro. He was just voted. So you have an edge rusher that can get to the quarterback for years to come. He's under contract. He's going to make a lot of money. Patrick Peterson locks down half the field. Tyvon Branch, Buda Baker, Teron Matthew, you have some great safeties that if you need to turn them into slot corners, you can because they're all versatile. Okay, so you have the defense. David Johnson is arguably the best uh, running back in the NFL if he can stay healthy. Okay, so you have those things checked. You have Larry Fitzgerald. He's going to pass Terrell Owens uh, as number two um, all-time receiving as in regard to yards if he, if he ends up playing this year. You have okay, so you have three pillars. Yet, why is this not a, a situation ready for a young NFL quarterback coming out of the draft? Because he ain't got nothing else. You have nothing else. Seriously, zero. Your offensive line. You have DJ Humphreys as left tackle, who played very, very well. He was injured in and out of the season. You have. It's been a makeshift offensive line for the last couple of years. Jared Valdir is going to retire. We think. So, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, and I know that it's not what anybody else is saying, and I've said this before, it's on paper it looks fantastic. Ooh, let's draft Baker Mayfield. Ooh, let's get, you know what, we'll get an offensive tackle in the second round and draft a receiver later. No. You bring in a veteran quarterback. Case Keenum is a veteran quarterback, and I wouldn't be totally upset if he came with Pat Shermer. Kirk Cousins is my boy. Look at what he's done the last the last three years. He's been top five in passing, or he would have been top five three years ago, but he didn't play the whole season. So last two seasons, top five. With what? What does he have in Washington? Jamison Crowder, 
Terrell Pryor was supposed to be the great offseason acquisition. He didn't do jack. They lost their three uh, top running backs this year. And he still threw, he's still top seven in passing. You give him Larry Fitzgerald, okay? So say you sign him. He's going to want a lot of money. You figure it out. Every other freaking NFL franchise figures it out. Figure it out. Don't make any excuses. Figure it out. Get a capologist in there and make it work. That's number one. Number two, you sign wide receivers, veteran ones, in the offseason. Get so many that you have to cut one or two. I'm sick of all of this J.J. Nelson, Jerron Brown, and John Brown as the great number two and three receivers. They suck. They're not good. Their drops are inexcusable over the past over the past 18 months, over the past season and a half. Atrocities. You get veteran guys that know how to run routes that can pass block. We're not looking at just burners on the outside anymore. We need we need position. They need possession receivers, and they don't have any except for Larry Fitzgerald. Number three, you draft an offensive tackle or a wide receiver. That's what you do at fifteen. You do nothing else: offensive tackle, wide receiver. Well, they need a quarterback. They don't have so they have no quarterbacks under contract right now. Go sign one. Go sign one that's actually played an NFL game before. I understand drafting a rookie will cost them at most seventeen or eighteen million dollars. I get it over the over the elongation of of their of their contract. I understand that. That's gonna yield you about three wins next year. Larry Fitzgerald will retire after next year. David Johnson has no. It, it, it it's no sure thing that he's gonna re-sign with the Cardinals. You need to give him a reason to re-sign. And if you bring a veteran quarterback in, that is a better placeholder than drafting an unproven rookie quarterback that may have thrown for a lot of yards in the, in the on the college level. I just don't understand. I don't understand the affinity with drafting. So, the top seven picks this year Arguably, five quarterbacks could go. So, in this draft, unlike others, you can get a top five pick at 15. You can get a top five pick at 15. That Ridley kid from Alabama, if this weren't a quarterback-heavy draft in the top seven, which seems like every... Draft is now quarterback heavy. He would probably go top five. There are a couple offensive tackles that would probably go top seven if this weren't a Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield draft. The Cardinals are in a rare position where they could actually steal a top five pick at 15 without having to trade all of your draft picks to move up. Now, what do I think they're going to do? I think they're going to trade up and draft the damn quarterback. Before I get out of here, and Alex Clancy, your host, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Before I get out of here, I'm going to give you a little stat. This is something I did. This isn't something that I found anywhere. From 2000 to this most recent draft. 
the 15th overall pick yielded names like Albert Hainsworth, Derek Johnson, Lawrence Timmons, Brian Cushing, Jason Pierre-Paul, Mike Pouncey, Bruce Irvin, Kenny Vaccaro, Ryan Shazier, Melvin Gordon, Malik Hooker. Ten Pro Bowlers in the last 17 years that were drafted at the 15th spot. That is one less than the first overall pick, one less than the 11th overall pick over the last 17 years. Cardinals should focus on that before mortgaging their future to move up. I'm Alex Clancy. Check me out, Fox Sports 910 Phoenix on the Freaks, 7 to 9 Mountain Time, 6 to 8 Pacific, 9 to 11 Eastern. You can do it with Alexa. To be like, hey, Alexa, play Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. She will. Check you guys later.